What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Scott here, broadcasting from the Last American Vagabond Studios in historic downtown Franklin, Tennessee. How's everybody doing? Glad you guys could all join me here. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens here. So, as you guys know, we've done a few of these uh, call-in shows before. I've had one call-in person so far, and then I have many of you who are regulars to the show that I then sus- subsequently give a hard time for not calling into the show, and that's okay. So we'll see what happens today. Um, you know, I, I just wanted to hop on with you guys. I've been here in the studio kind of working on other stuff all day. And so I just kind of got a little bee in my bonnet and I wanted to hop on here and just, uh, you know, have a nice chat with anybody that wants to join me. As always, I'm just super glad that you're all here hanging out regardless, whatever we're going to do, we're going to do. So, you know, I've got some stuff pulled up here. Um, you know, I got no, no, uh, nothing really huge on the, on the agenda, but it's going to be fun. But I need your guys' help. I need your guys' help. You know what I mean? This show is only as good as you guys make it. So I really hope that we get some call-ins. I will put out the phone number here. I don't know, maybe about 10 minutes or so, 10, 15 minutes. I was going to go over some crazy stuff and then uh, just kind of go from there. So um, let's see. So, yeah, man, uh, it's it's a beautiful day here. Like, it really, really is an awesome, beautiful day in, in Tennessee. Like, it's, it's kind of warm. It's like upper 80s, I think, a little humid, a little bit different than what I'm used to. Uh, out in Oregon, but it's just freaking fantastic, man. It's just, uh, I'm just super grateful and I'm just loving it here. So anyway, let's see, let's, let's get some stuff pulled up here. All right. So the first thing that was just, this is just hilarious. You guys are going to get a real kick out of this. So let me see if I can uh, make sure all my tabs are open here. Hold on. Let me get this two seconds, two seconds. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. Bear with me. Let me get one more tab open here. I had some audio. Okay. So Sore subject, right? The audio issues, right? I think we got all the audio issues sorted out, figured out. Um, and, but I did have some coming right before the show, and I figured out it was a faulty cable. Um, so anyway, I got all that sorted out. But anyway, check this out, guys. This is hilarious. So um, so I'm at this place right now where, uh, you know, I've got, I've got a little bit of savings, right? So I'm not, like, you know, desperate to get back to work right away. But uh, at the same time, I am kind of like keeping my eyes peeled, trying to like find maybe a job or something going on. Indeed, periodically applying for jobs. I actually did a, a, a interview with a, a ghost tour company, so I could potentially be, uh, you know, being a tour guide for going around doing ghost tours. So we'll see how that goes. It was a super met with, met with a guy who was super cool. I think it would be a fun, a fun gig for sure. I think it'd be pretty good at it. You know what I mean? Like just getting the character and, uh, you know, take people around the haunted parts of Nashville. I think that would be a, a heck of a blast. So anyway, there's that. But then I came across this, right? I'm looking for like, you know, maybe like video editing, content producing, whatever type of positions, whether remote or local. And I came across this little gem here. And this is, uh, let's see, this is a production assistant right? Uh, production assistant currently living in Nashville. So it's 20 bucks an hour. This really caught my attention. I'm like, okay, let's see what's going on with this. So it says you must be, you must be, you must live in Nashville. Okay. Check. PEG films has the need to hire two production assistants, two production assistants. So, okay. I thought that was good for the film production of a new documentary television series. Please learn more about the docuseries and watch the trailer for the pilot episode here at pandemic stories, 2021. And I'm like, okay, okay. 
Um, that sounds good. The production assistance. Okay, so let's go see. So let's go check it out. Okay. Wow, okay. Looks like a pretty legit production here. Looks like they've got their ducks in a row. It's not just some uh, you know, low budget, whatever. But here, check it out. Here's the here's the here's the synopsis of it. So in season one, Pandemic Stories is an eight-episode documentary television series that will bring to the screen pandemic survival and inspirational stories from Americans who live in some of the hardest hit cities impacted by COVID-19. The documentary lends a voice to those who have yet to be heard so they can share how they've survived, are overcoming, and are ready to thrive. These stories are not about the number of cases, deaths, or vaccines, but the people. Their real challenges during unimaginable circumstances and how they pivoted, survived, and hope to prosper and overcome in 2021 or 2022. They apparently haven't updated the site. So I'm like, okay, that sounds great, dude. Like, I am a wealth of knowledge about, uh, you know, the challenges and overcoming struggles that have been thrown in people's faces due to this pandemic and lockdowns and everything like that, right? So I'm like, oh, I'm getting all excited about this position. I'm like, dude, I got to apply for this. Like, I could totally, like, help them out. Uh, looking for candidates who have majored in film or arts or have some knowledge of film production and any other experience, whether as a result of an internship job. I'm like, yeah, dude, I got some editing skills. Like, I got some, like, I could really help out with this. 20 bucks an hour, that sounds great. And then you scroll down to the bottom. You scroll down to the very, very bottom, and it says... COVID-19 considerations. All candidates are required to have been fully vaccinated prior to being allowed to be on the set during production. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> so you guys, you just didn't get the memo, did you? You didn't get the memo. Yeah, apparently they didn't get the memo. <laughs> like, okay, so all right. So then I kind of like reframed all of this. Okay, now I get it. You guys are just looking to make some propaganda. Ah, very interesting. Very interesting. So really, you know, there's not much information about who. Let's see. Let's look up PEG Films. PEG Films. I haven't really gone that far yet. PEG Films. Okay. Um. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Adi's in the chat. There you go. Adi's is in the chat. What's up, brother? Beverly Hills, California. So it's a film production based out of Beverly Hills, California. So they're... uh yeah, they're, they're probably... I should call them, dude. You guys want to call them? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see if we can call them there. Uh, Let's give them a call. So I got my phone. Let me see if this will even work. Oh, wait a minute. We got a call coming in. We got a call coming in. That's funny. I haven't given out the number yet. Let's see what's going on here. Hello? Hi. Who's this? Hey, what's up, Ryan? How's it going, man? Hey, hold on. You know you're live on the air, right? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see. Uh, for some reason, it's not going through my soundboard. What's up, brother? How you doing? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm just pairing with the device, and then we'll get you on the air. Hold on. That's badass that you're... Uh, you got the notification. Okay, hold on. Oh. Really? Okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. We're connecting. All right, say something again. Yeah. Oh, we got you live on the air. Ryan is live on the air. Brother, you're out in Oregon, right? Yep, Eugene. Eugene, Oregon. Right on, guys. So can you, let's see, can you guys in the in the chat hear that? 
Okay, well, we'll see. Well, dude, that's awesome. So we, you're you're the second person to ever call into the show. So so what's going on with you? What's Oregon? What's what's going on in Oregon at the moment? Raining. Raining. Oh, big surprise there. Raining. Yeah, yeah it's, it's Oregon weather, but um, I got a second job. Okay. So I'm able to get me a little extra cash when I'm not working with Ryan. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, and awesome. as always, Thursdays, he sends us home early. So, <laughs> there you go. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it is what it is, brother. So, like, what else is new with you, man? Anything else going on out there in, uh, Oregon no no what's what's been the topic lately though uh well right now let's see we were talking I was just talking about my current job search out here in uh out here in freaking um Nashville and how I stumbled across this job that they were looking for a film production crew for pandemic stories right they're gonna make a documentary about people who've been impacted by the COVID pandemic but you need to be vaccinated in order to be on the set and I'm like oh you guys just don't Ah! get it you guys don't get it. You still don't get you, it. You still you, don't you know, get it. You know, honestly, if I met you a long time of like, I don't know about a long time ago, but well, I guess it would be a long time ago because yeah. I was required to be vaccinated to get back to work when COVID first hit. Yeah. And so I, I, I didn't want to do it. Yeah. But I bit the, I, I bit the bullet so I can get back to work, get some income back in. You know what? I mean, that's, that's a real tragedy of it is like, you know, most people yeah. who, most people, right? I feel like there's a very, very small select group of people who did it because they thought it was the right thing to do. And it was because of like a health decision. Like most people, it was because of coercion, you know, and people in your case, you know, you were coerced into a medical intervention that you honestly maybe didn't fundamentally think was in your best interest, but it was forced upon you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't, I, 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 you know, my, my brother, my brother's doing okay. He hasn't got vaccinated. Um, okay. Of course, we, we, we've all had COVID, you know, quote unquote. Sure. Um, but, you know, he, he's doing okay. Um, yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm having another uh, niece or nephew on the way. Wow. From him. Congratulations, man. So um, I'm, I'm happy about that. So Heck we're yeah. hoping, we're, 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 we're hoping for a boy, though. So we got the girl. We we already have the girl. Yeah. Now we just need the boy. So, awesome, and then man. my boy, my boy, he's growing like a weed. And yeah, um, again, if I met you a long time ago, I don't think he would ever got poked. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, dude, you know that's the thing about that too is that you know you can always, you know, you don't have to go any further down that path, man. You know, and I'm not no, a doctor. I'm but, not giving medical advice or anything like that. But I'm just no, saying, you know, no, yeah. no. And and I'm I'm no and and. You know, you you set me on a the I was nowhere near hearing the podcast. Okay. I wasn't nothing about it. You I mean I had you set me up for it. Yeah, that's right, huh? And 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 that's where you got me set up and you know, I logged it I got your rebunked. I did the Cruzilla stuff. Um you know, and, and hearing and I've been listening to nothing but Sam Tripley lately. Nice. And that's that's a good that's good. I got you to know, hang out with him last weekend, dude. A couple I weekends know, ago, yeah, yeah. I know. I was going to try to call you, and yeah, yeah. and I got I got sidetracked. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, for everybody that listens, man, you're everybody that that listens to this, the rebunk, and and if you haven't listened to Sam Tripley, I highly recommend going over to him and 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 you know, big a big shout out to him, I guess you can say. Heck yeah, man. Um, so, but 
you know, what, what, what you do for us and the information you're giving us. And, and every time I get a notification that you put another episode up, I'm on it. And it's, it's been quite the road for me and all this information that I'm getting from you guys. And it's pretty crazy, huh, man? Well, I'm glad you're on this ride with us, man. Like it's, it's crazy stuff, you know, but, yeah. but you know, you know I mean, it, it's, it can, it can be sometimes hard to take in, dude. You know, it, it can be a little like shocking, right. At times, but I feel like ultimately at the end of the day, like I'd rather, I am the type of person that would rather know than not know. And then someone who's just kind of like coming around to this stuff, like, it sounds like, what you're describing it's like you know just just take it easy just realize that there's a lot of hope it may seem hopeless sometimes but there's a lot of hope man like this is we're on the precipice of something big that's about to happen i believe yeah yeah i don't uh have you been seeing have, have you been listening to the newest episodes of sam uh yeah I've, i'm almost caught up there's a few i'm not i haven't been listening to but which one stood out to you okay well there was a. I i just got done listening to um let me get into it real quick, get the exact All right. the name of it. But um I am hosting it. Uh library, Sam. Uh, so which episode? So they were just talking about uh episode five sixty three. Which one's that? What's the how, title? How, the the Chinese organ harvesting. Oh yeah, I haven't listened to that one yet. With with Mitch, with Mitchell Gerber. Yeah, that's that's hardcore stuff, dude. And that I I I was thrown back. <laughs> you yeah. know, if it if it, if I wasn't already standing up, I would have been sitting on my butt. So yeah, yeah that's crazy um, stuff, dude. You know that one. I think in particular was definitely you need to sit down and listen to, and don't really be. Yeah, I don't. Know. You know, everything he puts out is ridiculous and. It stuns me every time. Yeah. So, but there's that one. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, but, you know, with your episodes and, and, and then, uh, uh, Richard Gage, I've been listening oh, to him. Oh, good. Too. Awesome. Yeah. I got you plugged on that one too, dude. That's a, that's yeah. a, that's a mind bender. Huh? I just had the producer for that show on a couple of days ago. LD. Shout out to LD. Yep. 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 I, I've heard that one. I, I got, I'm, I'm all caught up with you. So cool. it's, I'm, I've listened to every single one you got. So. Awesome, dude. Awesome. And then I'm getting caught up on the Truthzilla stuff as well. Right on, right on. Yeah, I'm I'm proud of the Truthzilla stuff. What we were able to do with Truthzilla, it's a, it's a stands as a very solid body of work. So always love and appreciation for Ed and Megan and everything that we did together, man. It's good stuff. Yeah, it is. So. Well, Hell yeah, brother. Well, anything else going on? No, no, All nothing. Right. I just, you know, I just wanted to get caught up with you and I'm glad you made it to Tennessee safely and, and, yeah, uh, give, give Ryan a big shout out as well. I will. That you're with him. I will. And, uh, uh, thank you for, for him helping you. Oh yeah, man. I'm glad you're doing all right. Dude, it couldn't be better. Life is good, man. Well, everything could be better. Yeah. But well, yeah. Just, you know. just gotta be happy with what you got. Totally. Totally, dude. Well, keep no, killing it, man, and totally stay in touch, okay? Well, yeah, you too. You you keep going, and and man, don't 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 back down for nothing. You no. know, you already know that, but I'm no. I'm going to tell you myself. You right. tell, I'm, I'm I'm just telling you myself. So. Okay, okay, got you, brother. All right, buddy. All right, man. Have a good one. I'll All talk right. to you later. Yep. God bless. Bye bye. God bless. All right. Well, that was cool. The second caller of the show, you guys. I haven't even given out the number. He must have say he must have heard it last time and wrote it down. Which is good, which is good. But we will, I will be giving out the number here in just a minute. I just want to go over a little bit more 
for this news. So big shout out to Ryan, dude. Thanks for calling in, man. That's so cool. That's so cool. The rest of you guys, I see you in there on Rockfin watching. I, I see you. I, hopefully you guys can call in too. So give me just a few minutes and we'll give out the number here, okay? There's no screener. As soon as you call, you're going to be live on the air. You know what I'm saying? So just, uh, what they say, have a clean phone line and something to say. You know what I mean? All right, here we go. Uh, let's go back to this real quick. So we're just going to, all right. So we were, <laughs> those of you that just joined us, I was looking at jobs here in the Nashville area and I found this job. It was about a film production, hiring film production assistants to help with a film project. And, uh, but you got to be vaccinated to work on the film. Oh, it, was, it was a movie about people who've been impacted by the, the, the lockdown and the pandemic, but you have to be vaccinated to work on the movie set. So I'm just like, Oh, you guys. Okay. Beating a dead horse. All right. All right. All right. Let's see what else we got here. So this is an interesting one that came across the news desk. NASA sending new drawings of humans to space in an attempt to contact aliens. What? Okay. So first of all, like there's the psyops on top of psyops here, right? NASA will soon be sending nudes to space in order to attract attention from aliens. UK tabloid, the sun reports, according to a study, released by the Space Administration. A study was published explaining that the images won't be nude photographs of actual people, but rather pixelated nude stencils of a man and a woman next to a drawing of their DNA. The sketches will be sent out as part of NASA's Beacon in the Galaxy project, which aims to send a message to alien civilizations that could exist in the Milky Way. Now, <laughs> uh, okay. Through the concepts of mathematics, though the concept of mathematics in human terms is potentially unrecognizable to extraterrestrial intelligence, binary is likely universal across all intelligences. It seems like it's it's shocking how many assumptions they make in this whole thing. Um, and it's really it's really kind of funny how, I mean, I guess I mean I guess I understand. But I mean, there's so many jokes here. The jokes write themselves. You know what I mean? It's like do they just have like like Pornhub infiltration at NASA? I mean. Okay, this is okay. Apparently, this isn't the first time NASA used naked sketches of humans in order to try and make alien contacts. Like, it seems kind of like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, it just seems like, it just seems kind of weird. It seems kind of weird. I mean, I guess it's all right, but it's just kind of odd. I just thought that was a funny headline. I figured I'd bring it to your guys' attention for your own consideration. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I don't know if we're going to, okay, so if I'm just putting out nude photographs, around my community, I'm probably going to attract an unsavory type of crowd, I would say, right? And so if we're sending out nudes to the entire galaxy, is that going to, by that same definition, be attracting the unsavory types of aliens? Like, whoa, look at, like these, these, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see. Oh, uh, let's see here. What else have we got going on? All right. So... Florida to release billions more GMO mosquitoes. So we get we we remember that last year, the big freak out about all the Bill Gates GMO mosquitoes. Uh, I don't I don't know. Have, has anybody heard anything about that? Has anybody heard of any fallout from that? If you're if you're in Florida and you 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 have like we're gonna give out the call in number here in just a minute. So definitely give me a call. But it looks like they're doing more, overlooking pu public health risks. And so this is from the Defender Children's Health Defense. Overlooking public health risks and deficient public data, the Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services approved the release of several billion more genetically engineered mosquitoes in one of Florida's most ecologically sensitive areas. All right. Overlooking potential public health risks, lingering scientific questions, and deficient public data. So it's like it's back to the thing where it's just like, you know, I don't know. We're not sure what's going to happen. We don't, you know, like we'll find out after the fact, like after we release them, then we'll collect data and figure out what the potential implications of it are. You know what I'm saying? 
All right, I'm going to get out the number, and then I'll take your calls in just a minute here. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Yeah, so so it's just back to that, just like the hubris of like these, these megalomania, megalomaniacal freak shows that just want to just just pour their 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 will all over whatever the situation is and then we'll figure out later if, whether or not it was a good idea you know it reminds me of the vaccine thing where it's like you know we're not going to actually know the the effects of these shots on the kids until we start giving them out you know what i'm saying like we're not really sure what's going to happen here like again like all science is out the window guys like we don't play science anymore science is a very antiquated thing that uh it's just not really profitable it's not profitable and it's not advantageous to us to actually scrutinize things and go through a proper you know method of determining whether or not this cause is going to create an effect that's going to be detrimental to humanity you know we don't really we don't have time to deal with that stuff and so we're just going to do it and we'll figure it out later we're going to charge you for it and you're the ones that are going to suffer and that's that that's how it goes so i don't know man Okay, uh, before, let's say I do have one, a couple other articles that I was going to, just one other article I was going to go over. But before we do that, you guys, real quick, I just want to take a moment to show you something here real quick. So uh, I got I got a new update here to the website. So Rebunk.News is the website, you guys. So I want you guys all, hopefully, to go check it out, Rebunk.News. And when you log in there, you're going to notice, oh, why are you not doing it? There's a... There's a little pop-up that'll pop up that'll ask for your email address. And so we're trying to just like make sure that prevent, you know, in case of any, anything happens, you know, further deplatforming, uh, it's not doing it on this. I think I need to clear my cash or something like that. But anyway, it's going to ask for your email. I want you guys to come add, add yourself to the email list. That way you get notifications about all these upcoming streams, anything like that. Uh, and so, you know, just anything else that's going on. So, um, a couple other really exciting things, you guys, and then I'll give out the number in just a sec here. So this is really cool, guys. We've got the t-shirt shop going, and you can find it at rebunk.news forward slash shirts. Um, big shout out to Big Frog T-shirts in Portland, Oregon. They're listeners of the show. They, uh, they they went above and beyond in helping me create this website. They actually built the website for me. They did a lot of the designs. Uh, you know, you can get such classics as compliance is violence. You know, they say silence is violence. We say compliance is violence, right? Uh, you'll see, you can't depopulate an idea. Build. We got two different styles of build shirts. Um, I see false flags, two different styles of I see false flag shirts. We are many, they are few, and truth wins. All right. So it's super cool. Uh, local t shirt shop. So this isn't like, you know, Teespring or anything like that. This is a t shirt shop of people that I've interacted with. They're, 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 they're on the level. They're one of us and uh, they're super cool and helpful. So, you can help support this show and them, you know, by uh, getting your first edition Rebunk t-shirts. Rebunked.news forward slash shirts. Um, the other thing, too, so a uh, great way to support the show is with Subscribestar. You guys, I got the Subscribestar going, cranking. Uh, right now, I'm doing a three-part uh, three part series talking about my trip out to Oregon from or out to, Na to Nashville from Oregon, okay? I did the first one day before yesterday. And uh, I'm going to be doing two more. So the first one was all the way up through Las Vegas. And then the part two, which I'll probably do tomorrow, will cover Las Vegas to through Float Fest. And then part three is going to be from Float Fest on to my new home here in Nashville, Tennessee. It's a great, awesome story. So hop on to uh, Subscribestar to get that. You know, five bucks a month helps support the show. We have two subscribers now. 
Let's see if maybe we can get three subscribers by the end of this broadcast. That would be pretty fantastic. But uh, big shout out. We had another another person subscribe yesterday, so super stoked about that. But uh, yeah, you guys, if you want the full rundown about my epic journey across the country, just join the subscribe star. Five bucks a month gets you in. All right. And then uh, as far as social media goes, Telegram, guys. Let's get in the Telegram channel, t.me forward slash rebunk pod. Any of the other social media platforms, you're not going to really see what I got going on. So Telegram's the best way to do it. And then, of course, at the bottom of rebunk.news, you'll see value for value donation options. So, all right, that's that's that. Let's get back to one story. I'm going to give out the number, and then we will, then we will, uh, and we will get to the final story here. So, here we go, you guys. You ready? Here we go. Bam. Phone number 541-357-6424. Gets you in the door. 6424-541-357-6424. Gets you in the door. No call screener. Luck of the draw. And if, if, it's, if it's busy, obviously, if you hear me talking to somebody on the air, then probably wait a minute before you call. But, uh, yeah, we're going to be live on the air. 541-357-6424. All right. And let's see. So the very last article that I was going to cover. Now, this this is an old article. Yes, okay. But uh, <laughs> I came across the news desk, and I just could not help but bring it up. It seems like just as timely as ever. But headline, this is from iflscience.com. Headline says, the U.S. Army wants to design biodegradable plant-growing bullets. Okay? So we'll break this down a little bit for those who uh, may be vaccine-damaged, as they say, right? (laughs) As you know, bullets are designed to kill people. So far, so bad. But the metallic compounds in them also tend to... Leech into the environment and kill off plants and wildlife as well. Okay, so at training facilities all over the world, the U.S. Army uses live ammunition to gear up for their gear up their soldiers for combat. These bullets just remain in the wild and do their damage. Deciding that enough is enough, officials are now asking for proposals to design biodegradable bullets that shall harm the environment no more. So, okay, so instead of just going back to the drawing board and being like, "Look, you guys." Like the reason why we're making these bullets in the first place and why we're launching them into each other's bodies is because there's a bunch of banksters and a bunch of industrialists that run these military armament companies that are profiting off of us poor people shooting each other. Now, can we just stop doing that? Like, can we just stop doing that? Instead, we're looking to develop environmentally friendly bullets. Now, okay, so they're biodegradable for one, biodegradable. Now, number two, they're going to actually plant, they actually have seeds in them that supposedly are going to create flowers, okay? So not only will new plants sprout from these seed bullets, but they will help suck out dangerous chemicals from their surrounding environment. Certainly an ambitious concept, but not one outside the realm of possibility. According to the official request, so we have an official request from what, the Department of Defense, SBIR.gov, America's Seed Fund. Okay, biodegradable composites with embeddable seeds for training ammunition. Okay, training ammunition, but still, guys, like just isn't that isn't that just like clown world to the max? Clown world to the max. Like why don't why don't we just stop killing people, dude? Like let's just stop killing people. How about that? I don't know. It's just freaking bananas, dude. Anyway, there's the number on the screen, guys. 541-357-6424. Hit me up. Give me a call. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Let's see what's going on with you guys out there in the world. You know what I mean? 
What's going on with y'all? 541-357-6424. All right. Yeah, man. Wow, man. So there you go. Adis, I know you're in there. Hamza, I know you're in there. Let's see what's going on, guys. Hit me up here. 541-357-6424. Um, I guess, uh, let's see. While we're doing this here, let's see. I had a few really awesome episodes this week, you guys. I had a couple of really powerful episodes. Um, if you guys haven't checked them out yet, um, I talked to, let's see, I talked to LD from Grand Theft World Podcast. That was a fantastic episode. Just kind of getting the rundown about what it's like being, oh, look at that. We got a call. We got a call. You guys ready? You guys ready? Here we go. Here we go. Call from Hamza. All right. Is that Hamza? Yep. How's it going, man? How you doing? Welcome. You're on the air. Yeah. Oh, how are you, Ryan? Scott. I'm good, man. Nashville. Yeah, yeah. Where where are you calling from? Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, you're in Florida. Okay, cool. Right on. Yeah. Man. Okay, so what what do you want to your... tell you one thing? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Got it, I'm pink. California is fucked up. Yeah, it is. Were you, did you come from California? Cali last week. I was, I was in, no, I'm from New York, basically. Okay. So last week, I was in LA, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here, this is true. There is a fucking gender neutral bathroom in downtown LA in a mall. There's only one? I figured there would be, would be every, everywhere. Gender neutral bathroom, so it's like a restroom for everyone, but gender neutral. Yeah. You know, it's funny though. Because, How fucked up is that? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty. It, it gets pretty silly. Like once you start deconstructing the, the the thoughts around it. But you know what? It's funny because like I've for years, for decades, they have like the family bathroom, which is open to everybody. Like everybody goes into the family bathroom. You could be a man, woman. You know, you bring your but not far off. But but uh, yeah, for but, kids, but not for like adults. No, basically, but, so they were like fitting for men and then women at the same time. It was weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's and seeing pregnant men. But it but oh wait, promotion okay. of pregnant men. So Ooh. so it wasn't. Well, let me get this straight. So that's the, that's the thing though, because the family bathroom is just like just one person at a time gets to go in. Was this the type of bathroom? Yeah, where it any, wasn't a family bathroom. It was like for lots of people. Could like anybody could go in. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like just a free for all. Just a free for all, dude. I mean, did you go? Yeah. yeah man. Did you go in and investigate? I was like, did you go in and investigate? Because I. So I, what I, happened is. So what happened is. So what happens is not maybe the restroom like for men and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I saw like some few females like what the hell is going on because they're like men for like and the men were so like what the fuck is going on what the hell ladies here and those ladies were trying to act oh it's liberal it's normal and the other ladies was like no it's not fucking normal oh god you know (laughs) yeah that's crazy dude that's that's pretty wild i uh i would go in just to see if like they had urinals like i'd be really curious to know whether or not they had urinals in it Cause that would just be weird, dude. Yeah, you remember it. That's the thing. It was super weird, man. I got to tell you, like uh, another thing as well. Yeah. 
So recently, the Israeli, like, Zionist motherfucker is journalist, yeah? Ooh. Heard about it. Okay. Uh, so, everyone's talking about it. But, when the Nation of Islam started talking about it, they got censored from the internet. So, what what is this specifically? You know what I mean? I'm not familiar with that. So, do you know uh, the uh, journalist who died recently? I will tell you what her name is. What oh, you know? I, the, the, uh, the, the, what was it? The Palestinian journalist? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So everyone's talking about we gone, but everyone can post the Nation of Islam when they post a like the platform. Really? From like another like their third account from Twitter and say, Oh, Twitter is a free speech. But why Nation of Islam? But why not others? Wow. That's the thing. Yeah, we were just I did a show with Ryan from Last American Vagabond yesterday and we were talking about it. We were talking about it and his take on it was he thought it was really weird how they were portraying it as a yeah, Palestinian but, Yeah, I know. I'm saying like yeah. I'm saying like why the nation of Islam cannot talk about it. No, I don't know. But why others can? That's unacceptable. Why that... are they so afraid of nation of Islam? Uh, I will tell you another thing. So Farrakhan today spoke about like Israel and stuff. So they created a, a their channel on Rumble, yeah. Okay. And they were like, uh, they were talking about Farrakhan started talking about Europe will be a graveyard with this. We know that it's going to happen. Ryan covers it, but Rumble took him down. Rumble took it down. Rumble took it down. Wow, that's crazy, man. See, I, I went to his website. Yeah. Then I, then I went to his website. I don't know if Ryan really are hearing me. Went to his website, islam.org. It's their uh, third website because mm. their websites have been taken down. And they start going deep. And they said, the Ukraine war is headed and how it opens the door for a global war of arms. And they start talking about the internet takes it down. Their website gets trashed. Wow. Is Islam.org, you said? Nation of Islam, but it's up now. Okay. I think so. It should be up now. It's, I, went, I think they changed it now. Uh, oh, uh, it's NOI. Oh, so NOI. Uh, yeah. I just went to Islam.org yeah. and it says this site cannot be reached. That's interesting. NOI.org. Nah, Nation of Islam is different. Islam is different. Okay. But like, for me, I would like to ask Asked Ryan, like, why they take him down? Why others? Why are they so fearful of Farrakhan? Why are they afraid of Riza Islam? You know who Riza Islam is, I would, the I, guy, right? Yeah, I definitely know both who Farrakhan and Riza Islam is. In fact, I really would love to have a conversation with either one or both of them someday. That'd be great. But, but the thing is, everyone says they're full of shit. You have heard it, right? I even used to think, look, I live in New York. Many people in the street, they help them. Yeah. And people just say, oh, they're black supremacists. That's what they help them. I'm like, maybe. And I started listening to the guy. Yo. Yeah. People lying about them. Yeah. yeah he I've... doesn't care whether you're white, whether you're black, whether yeah. you're Muslim, whether you're Hindu. You can be part of the organization. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. 
And I then listened how Jones interviewed him. Yeah. I'm like, this guy is the most, like, I know why he's the most feared guy on the planet. Like, yeah. because the guy has seen the industry. He has not seen the American industry. His industry, when I say industry, I mean corporation. Yeah. He's seen the international industry. He's seen the new world order. Yeah. One of the things that I would he say, one of the things I would say, like a lot he of the people, a lot of the people, if you pay attention to a lot of the people that are the most censored and most deplatformed and most targeted are also the same people that are breaking the victimhood spell. They really need people to identify themselves as being victims, as uh, oppressed and all that stuff. And I know that like Farrakhan and, and uh, Riza Islam, their message is very much about empowerment. And, and, and like, like you are not a victim. You need to get out of your victim mentality. This thing that's been, you've been so conditioned to believe on so many levels your whole entire life that you need to break out of that and realize how much power you actually have. Right? I mean, we need more organizations. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why we need more organizations like them. I mean, they're not only two people. There are even white people in the organization. Do you yeah. know of... Uh, I, I don't know what her name is. She's white. Uh, do you know who Cody X is? I don't think so. He's white. Okay. White member of Nation of Islam. Interesting. The media doesn't tell you that, right? Yeah, no, no. See, that's the thing. Yeah, the thing. media doesn't tell you that. That's their thing. Like, like our friend Adiso says, like, their worst fear is people that look like you talking to people that look like me and coming together and sharing ideas and coming up with solutions and realizing that we are way more Not similar. White people. There are no white people in the organization. Yeah. Not only that, but the thing is, they're like different people. So Riza Islam is expert in science. Yeah. There's another guy named Ben. What? I will DM you about him. Just people how to buy land. Ben, ben X and Brother Park, different people. Okay, yeah, yeah. They teach people how to buy land, how to invest in decentralized currency. There you go. That's, 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 and then there's, and there is another guy. His name, Elijah Farrakhan, is the grandson of Louis Farrakhan. Yeah. Okay. He teaches people self defense. Yeah. I mean, those are all the most important is topics. There that organization, any, those are the is most, is there an organization like them in, in the world, frankly? None. Yeah, really, there there isn't. I mean, you know, like something that I know in, in the community that I hang out with, my friends, people like that, like that, those are very much important topics to us, like finding decentralized currency, decentralized communication, um, you know, finding community, self-defense, mutual assistance, mutual defense. You know, these types of things are just very much important for, for anybody, right, in this stage of the game to be. I know Pasta met Riza is um, like in L.A., but he hasn't like, brought him on his show yet because yeah. look I've been in the streets for a long time yeah I know who these people are but I want is the other side of who they are yeah yeah man so basically you know and maybe Ryan knows but maybe Sam doesn't know maybe Ricky doesn't know the yeah. other podcasters don't. One thing I give Info, Infowars credit is they bring everybody. Yeah, hey, 
You don't. You're, everybody. You're, you're preaching the choir. I, I, I'm. I'm very public and unabashedly a supporter of the work that goes on over at Infowars. So, I have a channel on Infowars. I love them, dude. I'm blessed. Yo, I like Infowars, but Ryan doesn't. I know Ryan is like, fact, like he thinks like they have some agenda. I don't think so. I like Alex Jones a lot. I mean, the guy helps everybody. I definitely I, understand. I, I definitely mean, understand the criticism against him too, and I and I, I kind of like I take it with a grain of salt too. Yeah, the thing yeah. is, people don't listen to him properly. Yeah, because he has a three-hour show, so people yeah. listen to clips and they think, oh, he's only talking about one side. So yesterday I was listening to him. He talked about like the far right is all shit. Yeah, people never listen to that. Yeah, yeah. session right is too mad. I think I'm a Trump fanatic, but Trump is not only the vaccine, the Assange stuff, um, the Israel stuff. People yeah. don't listen to that. People think, oh, he is this, he's that. Yeah, the thing about Alex Jones is he's not good at speaking. You know what I mean? <laughs> Little dog shit. Oh, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's good he's... At entertaining, but he's not like a good communicator in terms of like if he speaks. Or a certain thing or a certain cause, he will fuck it up. Yeah. He's an entertainer, dude. I feel like he's he's like the, the best in the business when it comes to like an entertaining broadcaster and he delivers a powerful message. And it's very hard to not get fired up when you're listening to him sometimes. And I'm like, yeah. 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 Ah! Yeah. yeah, it's hilarious. It's, like, We're rise again. Yeah. So, you know, I get it. It's I like if you, if you if you're new, like if you've never heard him before yeah, and it's your first time, it still makes me happy. Yeah, it can be shocking, but I love it, dude. Uh, my favorite my favorite is when he goes. My favorite is when he like describes like some horrific thing, and he's like, "Oh, because it's so liberal." <laughs> you're liberal. It's so liberal. <laughs> oh, I love it. Cracks me up every time, dude. All right, no, well, I like this one. I like the. Pierce Morgan won. Seventeen seventy six will commence again if we yeah. try to take our firearms. Something. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, awesome. Hamza, thank you so much for calling, brother. That was awesome, dude. Thanks, dog. All right, I'll talk Have to you soon. Day. Okay, you too. Bye bye. Look at that, you guys. We got two calls in one show. That's a record. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, anybody else? Phone lines are wide open. We'll I'll kind of hang out here for just a little bit longer. Take your calls. Um. You know, like I said, make sure you're getting in the Telegram channel, t.me forward slash rebunk pod, so you get up to date when I'm going to go live. Sign up for the email list at rebunk.news, all that good stuff. Uh, let's see. Yeah, if you guys haven't heard the more recent episodes, Tim Pichot on Monday dropped an episode with him from the Liberty Advisor talking about central bank digital currency, all the implications of that. That was a fantastic episode. And then, of course, our friend Etienne. Uh, that was on Sunday, I believe. Yes, yeah, Sunday we were just talking about the fifth edition of his new book or of his classic book. Uh, government, the biggest scam in history. You know what I mean? Uh, I guess we'll take a minute here. You guys call call in, dude. 541-357-6424. 357-6424. Give me a call. Let's see if we can squeeze one more in before the end of the broadcast. But if not, that's all right. Um, oh, look at that. We got a call. I was going to tell you guys about TruthTRS, TruthTRS.com. Start your awesome. heavy metal detox journey. All these. Oh boy, look who we got here, Mr. Audis. <laughs> you are on the air. How you doing, brother? Hey, my friend. I'm just watching your live stream today. So proud of you. So proud of you. Dude, it's pretty fun, huh? I love taking these calls, dude. This is this is a blast. How's your day going? 
Oh, fantastic. I just wrapped up uh, my, my day gig and caught uh, the tail end of uh, your conversation with uh, Hamza. Man, that was some interesting stuff y'all were talking about. You I know, like that. I like Jeez. that. I like that. Oh, hey, we got a caller from Maryland. Maryland, you're going to have to call back in just a minute, but I will definitely take your call. Call back in just a minute. We have no screeners here. We're going live. This is great. This is great. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'll be brief. Uh, oh, I believe uh, one of your Instagram fans are gonna is supposed to be calling you uh, at some point today as well. Hopefully, he, he'll get in. That would be cool. Uh, oh, but, I think I know who you're talking about. That would be fantastic. Call from Holly. Oh, geez. Hold on. Hello? Adis, Adis, are you there? Adis, oh, geez, see, I'm messing up my own soundboard. Adis, hello? Oh, geez. Oh, geez. I lost all my callers. I lost all my callers. Like, Adis, call back. And I think that was Colleen. Oh, my gosh, I really want to talk to Colleen. So, both of you guys, please call me back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <sighs> Adis, call me back. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You guys ready? Call from. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Adis, you there? Yeah. Did I hang up on you or did no, you hang up on me? That was my bad. I think that was my bad. I had a second call in and I was trying not to touch my screen. And then I think I touched something and that took your call off. But anyway, yeah. But Colleen, she's calling in too. So call me back in a minute as soon as we're done here, Colleen. But yes. <laughs> I'll wrap it up. I'll wrap it up. Now, Adis, my, only beef with, my only beef with uh, Alex Jones is uh, he refers to the the powers that shouldn't be as the globalists instead of, you know, specifically, you know, calling out the Zionists. Uh, but if nothing else, he is extremely entertaining. And I am telling you, his rant against the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they're the best. Colleen, I see you calling again. You're going to have to call in a minute. In a minute. <laughs> No, 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 you're good. You're good. Hey, dude, I, I, I agree. You know what? I've heard that criticism. I've heard people say that he doesn't call out Israel enough and Zionism and all that stuff, but I hear him saying it. I don't think he's like intentionally not, but at the same time, I, I completely agree that possibly perhaps maybe, you know, and, and that's the other thing too, is like, you know, people, have, people tread so lightly around the topic of that to avoid being called anti-Semitic and stuff, but there's no reason why we can't criticize governments for the horrible stuff that they do you know what i mean like there's nothing wrong with that you know what i mean there's, oh yeah yeah you, you, like you, you it's, it's 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 we're not being discriminatory or bigoted or 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 anything like that towards a group no, of people based a, on their it's ethnicity. an ad hominem yeah yeah, 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 yeah. it's a defense tr trick you yeah. know i used to be very team bernie you know back in the day and then yeah. when i realized that he was a sellout piece of shit yeah i started being critical of him and sure enough Oh, so obviously you're anti-Semitic. No, oh. I am making specific observations about the specific things that Bernie Sanders did yeah. that proved that he was never an honest broker the both times that he ran for president. Is he Jewish? That's what I'm talking about. I didn't even know he's Jewish until yeah. just now. Oh, my God. Oh, God. That's so, see, 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 there's, there, there's some trickery there. Like, how dare you hide yeah. behind that? Hide, how dare you hide behind that when I'm criticizing you and your policies and your bullshit? Like. I ain't talking nothing about anything that has to do with anything about your heritage or your skin color. Like, come on. That is just a cop out. Yep. That's cop out bullshit right there. 
Oh, and I and I love it when they call me. Oh, you must be a conservative, you know, uh, right winger. Uh, no, gay black man here. <laughs> You're wrong again. You know, gee, so gee. no, but no, I want Colleen to call in, and I okay. know somebody else is going to be calling it too. I just want to say, man, I'm so. If, I just want to say one more thing. Okay. If somebody had told me a year ago yeah. that I would be having coffee and cut up like old friends and going to an art gallery with mm. not only Scott Armstrong, yeah. but Scott Armstrong and Ry Christian and the three of us got along like old friends, I would have told them to put that crack pipe down. Yeah, I know, dude. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we got to, we all got to go out and have a nice, nice, nice burger or whatever it was, dude. That was so badass. Like, yeah, dude. Those of you that don't know, Adis is the owner-operator of Modern Retro Radio, modernretroradio.com. You guys have heard us talk about him on the show of Truezilla for, you know, a couple years. Uh, big supporter, big, you know, someone I've been in contact with. And finally, and he's out in Nashville, and it just so serendipitously happened to be that I, the universe aligned to where I ended up here in Nashville, and so we all got to hang out like old friends. So, it was, dude, so awesome. I'm grateful to, to have you part of the crew here, just be a friend of yours, and here we are. Absolutely. And you know what? And if I if I threw a rock hard enough, I could probably hit your your place from my place. I know, that's funny. <laughs> Even that's funny. funnier. That's funny, dude. Crazy. <laughs> You're stalking me. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's just the universe, man. I can't I can't control what the universe does, man. I can't. So no, no, it's a blessing that I've gotten to know you, but uh, yeah, no, you too, I want Colleen to cut the call in. Okay, so uh, I'll, right. I'll be in touch, man. All right, sounds All right. good, Adi. I'll talk to you later. Bye bye. All right, you you hear that? Bye. You hear that, Colleen? I'm so sorry. I stepped on your call twice in a row, but please, please, please call back. In fact, actually, now I got her number. I'll call her back. How about this? Let's see if we can do this. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Colleen, I'm calling you. <laughs> oh, how rude. Oh, how rude. Oh, how rude. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. All right. Well, Colleen, if, if you if you uh if you if you feel compelled to, please call back. Please call back. Anybody else? Anybody else that's out there in uh podcast land? We got the number 5413576424. Yeah. This is fun. I love this. We're going to, we're going to do this probably more often, you guys. So, I mean, maybe not more often. I don't know. I don't know. As often as I possibly can. I got some, I got some good shows coming up this week. There was a miscommunication. Uh, I, I thought I was supposed to go on with Ernest Hancock tomorrow, but I guess it's, I respond like, okay, so they court, they reached out to me. I met them at float fest, gave them my info. They reached out to me to set up a conversation and, uh, I went in to, to follow up and, confirm and we'd had it set for or tomorrow was one of the time slots that they gave me as an option and i was like yes grab it so I, I confirmed for tomorrow at 11 but i didn't hit the send button on the email or something some crazy trickery happened to where i went back to go look at that email and it said it was still sitting there as a draft so i never actually sent the email to them so i called her frantically uh, ernest hancock's wife donna and i was like uh yeah sorry about that oh we got another caller we got another caller all right let's let's do this let's do this Call from Rod Savage. Oh, Rod Savage. What's going on, brother? Hey, it's the infamous Scott. Dude, can't believe it. I can't believe you. I'm talking to you, man. Like, we have just been going back and forth for a couple years now. And here we are, dude. Thank you. Yeah, it seems that way. Thank you so much for calling, man. Like, I, I so, so, Rod, you're in Nashville as well, also, right? 
I am. I'm uh, too close to Nashville, but yeah, I'm in Nashville. Okay, so yeah, I haven't (laughs) met you yet. So one of these days, one of these days. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. I really enjoy your Instagram posts and uh, all the craziness. And um, How are you liking Nashville? Oh my gosh. I got to tell you, man, I freaking love it. I freaking love it. Like every little bit about it. I haven't found a thing. I Well, okay, so I do. I don't like the grocery situation out here. That's one thing I got to complain about a little bit. Um, the cost of living is a little bit higher than I anticipated. That's all right. I can make it work. But then out in Oregon, they have this place called Winco, which is like a, a giant like warehouse type of place where it's open 24 hours. You can go get like all your food. Every like it's just massive place with all kinds of food. Oh, wow. It's kind of like a Costco. It's kind of like a cheap Costco. It's like if Costco, <laughs> it's like if Costco and Walmart like had had an had a baby, right? It'd be something like that. And so, I mean, it's maybe kind of like Walmart, but it's like the size of a Walmart, but it's literally just all food. You know what I mean? It's like a large place. You go in 24 hours and it's super cheap. You know what I mean? But here they don't have anything like that. Like the cheapest place is like a Kroger's, which to all of my West Coast people, that would be like Fred Meyers. Like the cheapest grocery store is a freaking Fred Meyers that closes at 10 p.m. I'm like, whoa, dude. I actually have to like plan out my meals. I can't just go grab something at midnight, dude. This is ridiculous. Anyway. Yeah, I bet you miss your garden. Ah, see, you know what? Now, see, you know, now you're talking. Like, that's life goals in the next year or so. Hopefully be in a position where I'm, like, not in the city anymore. But, like, at the same time, I had to just find a spot to land. And uh, I'm super grateful. Don't get me wrong. I I love the vibe, man. I haven't even had a chance to go out and check out any live music yet. But I've definitely been around. And, uh, you know, both Adis and uh, uh, Ryan and Judd have showed me. Judd, my roommate. Shout out to Judd. Anyway, uh, they've kind of shown me the city a little bit and just like, I'm loving it, dude. I realize there's like a comedy club right down the street from my house. Like, that's insane. Yeah, yeah. You and all these were pretty close to each other, I, yeah. I think. Apparently, apparently. Like, he gave me his address to go uh, pick him up the other day. And I was like, what the heck? I'm like, right down the street. That's crazy. So, <laughs> yeah, but there's like, what, Zany's, I think it's called, comedy club right down the street. Yeah, Zany's, yeah. Dude, man. So, yeah, that's like walking distance, but that's that's great. There's a lot to do here. It's a very eclectic, uh, yeah, eclectic city. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, so, so you're a musician, also. You're a musician, also. So, tell us about tell us about what what you got going on. Well, um, I just finished up. I did a solo album, uh, just self-titled Broad Savage, and it really superseded my expectations. I had a couple of number ones in Australia and Canada and Whoa. around the world. And it, it's just really taken off. So, I, you know, it's Rod Savage thing. It's, it's my solo project. And then me and Adis are a duo. We have our Sarad, that's us. So I'm kind of pushing that to the side right now. And we're working on our third Sarad album. So we're looking forward to getting that out. And then I'll go back and do my second Rod Savage solo album. So that's where I'm at right now. Dude, that's so awesome. That's so awesome. So uh, I've been, I've been saying, looking forward to playing live, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, they're kind of crazy with the mandates here in Nashville. Are you serious? So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they were pretty bad. I mean, they were just showing like on local news that they're like, no one's coming in here without double jabbed and masks. We're protecting everyone. Oh, well, hey, you know what? That's an opportunity. <laughs> I've been saying that's an opportunity for us, you know, to you know seize upon that and start doing our own shows, maybe start up our own venues and say, no, 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 we're not playing that game. And watch who gets the bigger mm-hmm. crowds. I guarantee, yeah. I guarantee that we would draw much bigger and the quality of people too, right? I guarantee. Like I've been to a lot of these. Okay, I'm from Oregon, right? I've been to a lot of freedom events. And if you look at the different caliber of people that are 
there in support of the mandates, and then you look at the caliber of people that are there against it, it's like, whoa, like what what type of what type of pit did these people crawl out of to put their mask on and <laughs> and and put on their black block to come protest us? Like gross. Like get out of here. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. I think I heard this the other day that Oregon is now um, passing a law to put lady products in all the boys' restrooms oh, in yeah. middle and high school. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I heard about that, too. Yeah, 100%, what man. What the hell? Yeah, 100%, 100%. Yep. Uh, yep. No wonder you got out of there. Well, yeah, I had to get out of there for so many reasons, That the least of which was tampons in the men's restroom. But... At the same time, that's that's just another another uh, another strike against that crazy place. You know, there's a lot of people out there I love so much, you know, care about a lot. But it's just like I had to go and the timing was right and everything just kind of wrapped up to where I, I just like, that's it. I'm going. I got to go. I got to go. So here I am. Thank God. Nashville is just the most amazing place I've ever seen, man. And it's just like, well, it, it feels like freedom. And I know I know. And that's the funny thing, too, is like, you know. A lot of you guys, like, I, I was talking to Adis a little bit before coming out here, and he's like, I don't know, man. It's pretty blue out here. And I'm like, I'm like, what, what? Did you see a person in a mask today? Is that, is that like what you think is like <laughs> the left is descending? Like, you saw a person in a mask today? Let me tell you a little story about, about Eugene in Portland. Like, okay. <laughs> I think whatever you guys got going on, yeah. I could handle, dude. Cause it's, it's like, it's like a culture of, you know, I've been saying this a lot too. It's like the difference between Oregon and places like this. It's like, in Oregon, you know, when, when the whole COVID thing happened, like a lot of us, like myself included, you know, a lot of people like mobilized and started to take action once they realized that like, oh, whoa, freedom and liberty. These are like, wow, actually important things that I actually have to stand up for. And it was kind of a new phenomenon. Like, yeah, kind of something I always just took for granted. Like, yeah, I just I have freedom and liberties. But it wasn't really like ingrained into me. You know what I mean? It's something that we kind of all as Oregonians came to realize that this is something we have to take a stand against. Whereas I wanted to come to a place where like freedom, liberty, this sort of stuff is just ingrained and deep in the culture of the people. You know what I mean? Like this is some fundamental thing that is just like in our roots all the way back hundreds of years. Like you don't get to tread on me and you don't get to tell me what to do, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? So that was like the big fundamental difference. So I just, and I can already feel it out here. You know what I mean? The people I've talked to and interacted with, it's like, I can feel like there's, it's just freer out here, you know? Yeah, it's important for like-minded people to stick together and work together and, and help each other. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, here, I've been saying and this, I'm too. I'm just so glad you're here in Nashville, and yeah. I'm looking forward to meeting you soon. Yeah. And um, I'm going to have to run, but uh, cool. great talking to you. You too, Rod. Thank you so much, brother. Keep it up, all right? All right, Scott. All right, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. All right, you guys. Wow, we're cranking. Hey, Colleen. Colleen, I'm still waiting for you here. Open phone lines, Colleen. Hit me up. Colleen and I have been going back and forth. Like she's been like dropping so much intel on me the last couple of years. And it's like, we've actually, we haven't actually connected. So I was really hoping to chat with her. So Colleen, if you hear this, please give me a call. But anyway, uh, I'm putting the word out. You guys, I've already, I've made a tweet about it and I've talked maybe a little bit briefly about it. But uh, now that, as you guys know, Ryan, Ryan Christian, last American vagabond, he's a bit of a musician. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a singer songwriter. Uh, if you guys go to his SoundCloud, you can listen to his songs. Like, um, great songs american dreams like super catchy i've listened to it like dozens of times over and over um <clears throat> you know as you guys know i'm a musician as well so chatting with ryan i'm like we're trying to put something together you guys i'm gonna give you a little bit of a spoiler we're gonna try and put like a band together like a truther super group dude ryan and myself all right oh, oh we got a caller here we go here we go 
call from? All right. Caller, hello? Hello, uh, my name is Antote. How are you, Scott? Oh, I'm good, I'm good. What is your name? Oh, oh, can you hear me? Oh, call. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Antonio. Uh, for your move, see you Call from. Oh, geez. Colleen. Oh, my gosh. Colleen, I'm so sorry. Okay. Are you still there, man? Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I had another uh, call. New, but go ahead. Go ahead. A new studio. You are in the new studio now with the Ryan Christian. I am. I am in, uh, I'm in the new studio with Ryan Christian, man. It's a miracle. So you moved to Nashville. I did, yes. Wow. You are now part of freedom. I know, I know. It's very much like no no, no more. Where did you live before? Uh, where, uh, where did you live before? Uh, I was in Oregon on the West Coast. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, it, you were in the Jabby Jab Nation. I was in Jabby Jab Nation. There's no doubt about that. I should I should name the title of this episode Jabby Jab Nation. <laughs> Escape from Jabby <laughs> Jab Escape from Jabby Jab Nation. Yeah. Uh I want to talk about, uh, about the previous topic uh, the callers were talking about was uh, Mr. Alex Jones and uh, this uh, Nation Islam. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think both of them are very important. Yeah, because they give information and they want to help people. But for me, the nation Islam uh, is uh, much better because they don't only give information, but they work as well. Yeah, and and well, it's it's about action too. Like that's what the caller was talking about: is that the yeah. nation of Islam they 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 they, yeah. they they teach you, and it's about action and taking charge of your circumstances. Yeah. I'm Italian, uh, so in New York, basically, you know all Italian who come basically go to New York. So uh, I went to uh, like um, the streets, the hoods, you call right? Yeah. Uh, like the Marcy Project, uh, the Bronx, uh, the Queens. Uh, um, so I saw how they're improving the people and the system is against them. That's very impressive. Yeah. The system is against... That is very impressive. Yeah. And uh, the white people, many white people are starting to join them now as well. Uh, so it is, it's a change of approach. They're doing their appealing to the other side. And I want to talk even about more people who are not getting the recognition. Uh, one, there is a Maj Toure. Have you heard about Maj Toure? Yes, I know Maj Toure. I've actually had him on the, the show. We used to do uh, Truthzilla. We actually had him on the show. I think Maj Toure is fantastic. Oh, Black Dog Method is amazing. Yeah, he's great. We need people to have the gun. Yeah. I know it sounds like 1776, but if you don't have the gun, how do you protect yourself? Do you really think the police loves you? Do you really think the government loves you? They don't give a fuck about you. Exactly. You're right. If you don't 
if you're not armed, if you don't have self-defense, you are fucked. Yeah. And it's really, it's more of like a deterrent. Like, like I think, you know how Joe Biden and all them, they say like, hey, you know, you, you'll never be able to take on the military. You're going to need F-16s and nukes in order to take on the military. And it's like, yeah, that's true, 100%. We can. But, 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 and, and here's the thing, though. Here's a trap. Here's, like, watch out for this trap, though, because they want us to come fight. But we don't want to fight. None of us are violent. We're not going to do it. Like, we have guns. Well, I don't have guns. I would. Yeah, but we don't want to fight the a lot of black guns matter if if they attack and you're almost how will you survive? Of course you don't want to attack. That is very stupid. We have to be pragmatic. But but yes, exactly, exactly. That's it. Like we so we, we have to we have to pragmatic. be able to to have like a deterrent. Like they know if they were to start anything with the citizenry that we'd be able to defend ourselves. And I just you know like it's like like I, yeah. So. In Italian, in Italian we say "esfinita." Yeah. What does that mean? It's all they want everything like the establishment. Uh-huh. I mean that all over means like they don't want us to have any power anymore. Yeah, they don't want us to have power. It's very clear that they want us to Now you understand when I ask Nita okay. to like finish them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they don't want us to have any power. We are not with them. Yes, absolutely. But you see, like the big, the big so, thing is like we take all our power back the second we stop fighting them, and then we go out and we build our own communities. Like you were talking about, like the Nation of Islam, they're talking about solutions and empowering their people, particularly a yeah, class of. They, they, you know, okay, go on. I was just gonna say, you know, in particular with the Nation of Islam, in particular, you know, you're we're talking about a group. A people primarily, I would say, like black African American people who have been historically treated by our culture and just like like treated as victims, like you like telling them, oh, you will never be better than who you are right now because of all this racism and oppression, and you're you're trapped in this little box, and you're never gonna, you know, you're you're a victim, 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 and here's, and it's like they're trying to break them out of that paradigm, trying to break them out, like no, dude, you're not a victim, you're not a victim, you are a hundred percent your own. Do you know um, this another? Guy. His name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, very popular in the black community. What's his name? Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm not familiar. Boyce Watkins. No, I'm not familiar. Oh, he teaches people the economic side and okay. the market and how to buy land. Uh, so he has had so many people now in the last like 10 years, there have been many black millionaires because of him okay that's great nobody talk about him but see how they're doing the work they are not because they're bending on the system anymore yeah i'll have to look into him interesting yeah yeah i'm italian uh so it's so we all europeans have to leave europe mm. and I will tell you why we have to move to the American continent. But the only country where they don't have to go is Canada. Mm. Let me tell you why. Because in Europe, it is all one. Yeah, they're trying to make it all Asia, one. The Europe, the Africa, and the digital passport. The social credit score, it broke me so much when Roma 
Soli si sei Roma, Roma means Rome, si sei Roma in Italia. Okay. In Roma and Bologna, in Bologna, Bologna is seriously Bologna. So the region, Amelia region, not Bologna, the whole region has the social credit score now. Uh, where, where, where at? Uh, in Roma, Rome, and in Bologna, B O L O N G A. So in Rome, yeah, yeah, Bologna. Okay, so in yeah. Rome, they actually do have full blown social credit system. Yeah, they started wow. the social credit score two weeks ago. Wow. Unfortunately, I'll have to look into that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, but in Italy, the problem is, is if I have time, I can explain you. So Europe is actually afraid of Italy. Yeah, I can imagine. Now you will say, how? No, it's impossible. How can they that be? Because Italy has the South, and they are scared of the South. So they are scared of us because we are a different race with Italy. Italy has a lot of different races. But you will say, all right. I will say, no. In Italy, there is the South who are more uh, look like uh, the North Africans. Mm-hmm. Have uh, are more um, like uh, who get tanned in the sun, and mm-hmm. the other part is the white and the more history. The Louis, the numbers, the Romans are not going all, and they are afraid of the South because the South represent the people. The South don't believe. We don't believe. I'm from Napoli, so we don't believe in the left and right. Interesting. We in Napoli read the news, and in Napoli, when a person dies, we have the newspaper say he's dead, and we write the number and we say this is the funeral. It never, it doesn't happen in any Western country now. And if and people in the street still, wow. and a huge social movement. We the thing about us why I say we uh, they are they are afraid of us because we are close with North Africa. Okay. Interesting. So this part of the West is West from here, but at the same time uh, can break the West. But now there is the North, which is white, which is blonde. Not oh. only the race, but it is the NATO. The North is the NATO. Wow. Go to the north. The north is, you see, Milano. You yeah. will get three pussies. <laughs> I don't know what to say, but you will get three pussies. You will have a beautiful building. Everything beautiful. Bellissimo. Bellissimo, I mean beautiful. The football, the clubs, even the football clubs are very rich there. Football, sorry. I mean the soccer clubs. Soccer, because yeah, sure. Soccer is, um, yeah. yeah, everything is rich. In the, the south, there is more beauty. There is natural beauty. But the South, they don't give the money. Man, yeah, I really feel bad about how Europe as a whole has been treated and victimized with this whole thing. I feel like they've really gotten, uh, and in no, particular, I remember. Uh, history, I, I want to teach people because this part of Europe is Europe's friend and Europe's enemy at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, we're definitely going to be praying for Europe. So, man, well, thank you so much for calling in, brother. I really appreciate it, okay? We'll talk to you soon. And the last thing I want to say okay. is keep up the good work. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, 
and uh, there is a oh, you live in Nashville. Yeah. Uh, there is going to be an event in uh, Nashville, uh, maybe on sixth July, something like that. Uh, about uh, uh, how to grow your own food. Okay, Basically, yeah. It's many organizations. Oh, that's great. Yeah. They're, so they're... I would highly recommend you and uh, Ryan to come. Okay, that sounds great. If have uh, if uh, this your like real contact number, maybe I will like mess email a message or uh, DM you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Send me a message on social media or uh, get the Telegram channel. Telegram, t.me forward slash rebunk pod. That's the best place to probably, you know, send chats. Like, you just comment on any of the posts oh, this in is there. your Telegram. I will take the photograph. Wait, yep. Wait, wait, wait. yep, yep, yep. It's right there on the screen. So, yeah. all right. Brother, yeah. thank you so much for thank calling, you, okay? And may God bless you and tell Ryan I support his work. Okay, will do. Yeah, God bless you as well. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. All right, yeah, guys, we're crushing it today. We're just absolutely crushing it today. We're getting callers from, you know, like native Italians. We're getting calls from, man, people from just all walks of life. I love it. I love it so much. All right, Colleen, the phone lines are open exclusively for Colleen right now. <laughs> uh, Colleen, here, let me see. Let's call Colleen again. We keep stepping on her call, and I feel really bad. Here we go. Hold on. I don't have to blaze that in your ear. Let's see. Let's see if we can get a whole call in here. As we kind of wind things down. Hmm. Darn. Hi, this is Ah, oh, okay. Well, all right, well, calling line, lines are open specifically for you. I guess if anybody else wants to call in, we'll, we'll do that too. 541-357-6424 gets you in the door. But, uh, man, what do you guys think? This has been fun. This has been a great call-in show. I really appreciate your guys' participation. A lot of folks that I've, uh, you know, been interacting with quite a bit over the last couple of years on social media, but never, but then actually getting to talk to in real life. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty powerful stuff, man, that we get to do. What we get to share here, you know, I think it's really important to just kind of just acknowledge and realize, like, what we get to share here is pretty special, you guys. Like, not a lot of people get to have this cool little community. Like, some of you have been on this ride with me for so long, and it's just, like, it's the most amazing thing ever, you know? Like, like getting to know you folks, like, uh, you know, on a, on a personal basis, and that, now I'm getting to meet some of them out here in real life. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. A lot of gratitude today. A lot of gratitude. Um, and I just, I just don't even know where I'd be without you guys and without like just this platform and just everything, man. Like so much, so much appreciation. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else going on? Let's, what's going on in the Rockfin chat? Anybody? Uh, Hamza. Yeah. Spot on. Oh, Biscotti. Biscotti's in the chat. What's up, man? Okay. Hey, check it out. Call and show. Give me a call, yo. 541-357-6424. Colleen has priority. But if anybody else wants to call in, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, we'll give it a couple more minutes here. We'll give it a couple more minutes here. I've, I've blown up Colleen's phone in a couple times already, so I don't want to put her on blast too much. But uh, 541-357-6424 is the last few minutes here of the show. We've had some awesome callers all over the world. 
at least, you know, all kinds of different backgrounds. But we're all speaking the same language. We're all speaking the same language, man. It's like, no, you don't get to do that to me. You don't get to you don't get to decide what's best for me and my family. Like, that's not your role, not your job, not what you get to do. So I'm sorry. And we're out here taking a stand. We're taking a stand and we're telling you back off. Like, well, we're going to, we told you politely. We told you politely once. And now uh, we're telling you a little more aggressively. And we're just going to keep standing our ground and be like, no, 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 no. Uh, let's see. Yeah, uh, let's see. I was going to say some announcements here. So, yeah, like I said, what I was going to say is that I was uh, supposed to do a show with Ernest Hancock tomorrow, but that got pushed out to next Friday. Uh, some of the shows that are coming up next week. I got Big Dean Reiner in the house on Monday. Oh, oh, oh we got Adis calling back. Let's see what's up with Adis. Call from Adis. What's up, Adis? Welcome back to the show. Hey, this is very important. While okay. you're waiting on Colleen to call you back, this is mega important. Okay. You do know about the big World World Health Organization treaty that all these countries are going to be signing on May 22nd, right? Yeah, apparently, right? They're going to be able to usurp all constitutional authority of governments in order to, in the, in the event of a public health emergency, right? Basically take over the law. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you think is going to, how do you think that's going to go down? Oh, well. Well, 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 uh, it's going to be a very interesting thing. Like I, I I heard some coverage of it saying how like that won't actually go into effect until like 2024, that sort of thing. Um, so they're going to definitely have time to like build their reinforcements. I haven't personally looked into it enough to really speak too intelligently on it, but at the same time, it's not good. It's not even legal. You, no. you, they can't just make our constitution null and void. Yeah, I know I mean, it's, it's preposterous. Is, it's preposterous, but and, of course, unfortunately, the and I heard, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I heard that it had to be ratified in the Senate as well. Uh, but these motherfuckers don't care about the Constitution or no. or procedure, you know. No. So, but I, it's like the fucking nerve. And, of course, good luck enforcing that because I'm telling you, this is the hill that a lot of Americans are ready to die on. I mean, it, it's it, this doesn't have to get ugly. But I am telling you, if, if people think that Americans are just going to just roll over and let uh, a bunch of authoritarian assholes tell us that we don't have rights because of a fucking health situation that they engineered. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even a gun owner, you know, but I'm furious that they don't even are considering this, you know, yeah. but uh, James Rogowski says, if enough of us make us think about it, you know, our country doesn't necessarily have to sign on to this, but no. we, we know they will, we know they want to, but you know, yeah, no, I, I, I just I, wanted people to know about that. Yeah, you guys look into it. Definitely do some research for yourself. Maybe I'll do like a special, you know, dive on it sp specifically. But yeah, dude, that's looming on the horizon. But there's no way. There's no way that they'd get away with anything like that. Like, it's just diabolical and insane. Like, how did any of these like unelected non-governmental organizations get, you know, rise mm -hmm. to such power across yeah. the board? You know, it's just it's ridiculous. Like, who is this Klaus Schwab guy? Where the hell did you come from? Right. Where, where, who gave you the authority to say a damn word? Like you can be on your little thing and be on your little TV or on your little podium saying whatever the hell you want, but you don't have the right to. And do that little Poindexter, and yeah. that little Poindexter, who's his uh, main advisor, I, yeah. I really can't stand him. Yeah, that little. You know, when he referred to God as like some invisible God in the clouds, I was like, who the? Fuck? Yeah. These people hate God and yeah. they want to be God. Yeah. It's pretty they, and they hate us. Yeah. That guy, Yuval Harari, like that's, that's a crazy, like, where did he come yeah. from? He just popped on the scene like a couple months ago. Like where did that little weasel come from? Like, who knows? Like, dude, well, 
that's the silver lining in all this is that it, two things have happened. Everybody knows about the World Health—I mean, the W, the World Economic Forum. They actually know about it now, yeah. and they also are looking at the Constitution. I have never seen such broad interest in the Constitution, and so so that's that's the good news about all this is that people are like saying, "No, this is not right." We and you know, well, what about God's law? What about natural law? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's uh, one of the fundamental things that like, you know, well, yeah, it's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole thing. I just did, it's funny. I just did an episode with uh, Etienne, like just trashing the constitution in general. <laughs> but at the same time, yeah, I, I know, but you know what I mean? But like, like, like a lot of these anarchists, we take it like, sometimes it gets taken a step further where it's like, hold on now. <laughs> and so I don't know. Well, I, this is why I am looking into agorism and parallel society. That's it. And I just want to make this system as, as irrelevant to my life as possible. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly Until, it. They can't do a, a Branch Davidian Waco on all of us, you know? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? So uh, that's, and, and, and I'm seeing a big movement towards that. You know, people are starting to grow their own food now. They're looking, they're buying the lettuce grow. They're getting a the garden. They're getting a little local ranchers, local produce people. They're they're preparing. They're they're getting my Patriot food supply. I've got some, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I know you done and cut the way in my closet. I got like three or four months worth of uh, my Patriot food supply. Yeah. I have a whole thing of beans and rice, but and I'm I me and Rod have invested in a lettuce grow, so we're growing our own lettuce and and tomatoes and strawberries nice. indoors. Beautiful. All right, all right. Sorry, I didn't mean to rant, but this is a big deal. So I just wanted to that to be documented. That's it, baby. Yeah, everybody look into it. So thanks, Audis. Appreciate it, brother. All right, man. All right, talk, talk to you later. Bye. Bam. What you know about that? Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Like these, these, these pandemic treaties, right? These uh, people that think that they literally have like the authority to just like take over whatever's going on and whatever government just to to you know. And that's the thing is, it's not about health. It's not about safety. It's not about public health. It's not about any of that stuff. It's literally about destabilizing and and taking out this this country that we live in like that's what it's all about like this is an invasion this is literally an invasion on paper it's an on paper uh rolling out of these like horrible evil agendas dude it's just insane so insane all right guys last 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 few seconds here five four one three five seven six four two four colleen let's do let's call colleen one more time let's do one more time because i feel bad that i was let me see um, oh, it might be calling because, like, okay. Ah, well, oh, mine's busy. All right. All right, Colleen, we'll get you next time, guys. All right. So, all right, everybody. If that's it, that's it, baby. So, thank you so much. Uh, once again, you know, you can support the work by heading over to rebunk.news. Make sure you're subscribed to the, put in your email there. Make sure you're in the Telegram channel, t.me forward slash rebunked pod. Uh, make sure that you are, uh, I didn't really talk about this too much, but truthtrs.com. TRS is a heavy metal detox spray. It's a great way to fight back against the, the man and all these people is by getting as healthy as you possibly can be. Um, TRS, Advanced TRS is a super good way to do that. Um, and uh, yeah, guys, uh, make sure you're on the subscribe star, subscribestar.com forward slash rebunked. That way you're going to get all the drops about uh, you know the, my, my journey eastward. It's a powerful story and I hope, I'm looking forward to sharing with all you guys. And again, just a great way to support the show. I'd uh, love to be able to do this full-time, and I can't do it without all you guys. So, yeah. Ah, ah, ah. What an epic stream. I freaking love all you guys so much. Thank you for joining me. We'll do this again. Oh, 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 oh. Hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah. Here we go.
Hello. Call from. Hello. Hello. Assalamualaikum. Hi. Who is it? Uh, my name is Kuli. What's your name? Kuli Bali. Okay. Uh, welcome. Welcome to the show. How's it going? I was just about to wrap up the stream. So, how are you doing? Oh, sorry to call you. Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, so, um, I'm very. Uh, I just wanted to ask you questions about the. Okay, you kind of broke election. up there. What, what, what did you want to ask about? The Brazil election. Your thoughts on Lula running this time? Hmm. About what? I'm sorry. I was having a little bit of trouble hearing you there. What? What was it? Uh, the Brazilian election. Okay, the election. The Brazilian election. In is that Brazil, what you said? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know much about the Brazilian election. Is that what you were asking about? Uh, I can educate you if you want. So there is a race between Lula da Silva and um, Bolsonaro. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, think um, not the Brazilian, the people like Alex Jones uh, and others think, oh, he's uh, the globalists are afraid of him. But the globalists put him there in 2011 when they took down Lula. So you're saying the globalists put uh, Bolsonaro in charge? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he's allowed to say uh, you can have no mask, no lockdown. But the problem with him is he still wants the digital ID. I'm stalking the Israel dick. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And now the other side is uh, Lula da Silva. He was the president of Brazil from 2001 till 2002 um, uh, or three, maybe from there to 2011. And then the Obama uh, took him out, basically, with the Wall Street because it was threatening... Uh, the Western world. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. But now he's running again. Yeah. But he's not the same Lula that was before. Hmm. Interesting. I say this because now he wears the diapers, the hoggies on his face and tells the people to wear the hoggies. And he is a pro, very like social distance. Mm. And he also said he doesn't like Joe Biden. He will act like the left, but he's bullshit now. He will say, oh, oh at least if Joe Biden wins, um, the democracy in America will be saved. Mm. Interesting. Which is, we know, which is bullshit. Man. So, uh, my, and now you see the Jacobin magician and the young Turks, Turks, you know, the Turks are saying this guy is amazing. And even this, some left, like, um, uh, who is the female on the Congo couch says he wants the uh, he, his own currency, but NATO is the the World Economic Forum has no problem with it anymore. Mm. 
Well, if you if the World Economic so, Forum is in support of something, then we probably need to be very cautious and and concerned about it. <laughs> so they are playing with the both sides. So very dangerous. And I tell them Brazil, those both Africa, basically. I'm from Senegal, and they have fucked my country a long time ago. I came with a long time, like twenty thirty years ago. I will also explain like educate you about what's happening in Africa at the moment. What what country are you from did you say? Senegal. Okay. So I will tell you the history and all the stuff. So they're afraid of Africa. You know we have lots of natural resources. Oh yeah. And Bill Gates is fucking an asshole. <laughs> yeah. to put a little comedy there. And uh, lots of American people. Not uh, do you know who Crystal Ball is? Uh, the I've heard of Crystal Ball. Have yeah, heard of her? yeah. Her husband uh, has bought half of Senegal, hmm. and he's trying to put his uh, digital ID there. Hmm. Um, so now, if uh, we have like. So now the digital ID is going so that we can track all the Africans and kill them. He works for the government. Yeah, I mean that's definitely part of their agenda is to track and control everybody. And I feel like you know part of the yeah you know Africa and, uh, and Africa. Uh, so uh, Senegal is in Central Africa, if you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So their agenda. Yeah. So well, let's explain because people. They don't really know about Africa. So the second thing is that um, in Africa, uh, they have their own puppets. Yeah. Like there was a guy, Bashir, in uh, Nigeria, taking billions of dollars from the United States. From Saudi Arabia, basically. Saudi Arabia is the United States puppet and then vice versa. You know how it goes. Yeah. Like that. But in Senegal, we, our president, didn't fuck with them. They were very, um, you know, anti-NATO, anti-World Economic Forum, anti-Europe, anti-China. Uh, China, I mean China, sorry. Um, so what happened is China got involved. And people say, oh, the West is trying to use China. I think both of them are actually making us confused, and Russia as well. Mm. I know this because I'm African. So they took down the three countries, Africa, America, not the country, but the government and the yeah. government. These three work to take down our leader, uh, Yaya Zure. Mm. Yeah, it's really a tragedy, like what, what's been done to Africa. Absolutely. I mean, gosh. Three of them. Can you imagine? And they say, oh, oh um, these three are in war. I think even the war is a setup. Oh, yeah. I think they're all actors. You watch the WWF back in the day. Do you remember when there was the WC, you know, uh, WWF versus the WCW, the alliance? Okay. Yeah. Do you remember when we used to watch and Stone Cold 
went to other side and then he went to other side. Oh, you're talking about like just the old WWF. <laughs> like the wrestling? Yeah, do you remember? Yeah, do you remember oh, that's funny. when the in 2001, the Alliance versus the WWF, like the WWF, so people were pro WWF versus the anti, and in the end, we know their friends backstage. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. This is the same thing that is happening right now, people. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah, it's all they just, it's all theater. Ryan, I, that's why I like Ryan, because Ryan says, okay, yeah. I know it's theater. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan keeps it real, man. He's my favorite, uh, because I watch the Stallone News Day. Yeah. They even think, oh, Russia want to help. Uh, oh, Russia and Ukraine enemies. No, they are not. Mm. Don't tell me this because I know both of these three countries work to destroy my country for many years. My people, my family have died. Yeah. Man, I'm sorry. It's just... It's no problem, but it's it all... makes emotional because, you know, it was my heart. I remember when I was a small kid, I used to play football. Um, football with the kids and go in the street and eat and enjoy and these three countries come and just respond us over and now people think they're enemy. I think in the end because I'm Muslim I've read all the books the Bible the mm -hmm. so the, all of them are a prophet and it's written in the book the world is a devil and they are part of the devil in the end. Now yeah, that's of powerful. The devil has a beauty. One has his beauty. Everyone has its beauties. But in the end, there is an end. And maybe uh, this is an example for us. Maybe we, God will help those who help themselves. Praying is not enough. You have to do work. We do the work, but uh, okay, people think he did the work, but he does. Maybe he's in a better place now because the work on the earth. Yeah. Man, like Mandela did the work on the earth and he's in heaven. Um, uh, the previous scholars were talking about the Jones, Arakan, um, Elijah, Muhammad. They did the work there in heaven. Now with the work he's in heaven. I mean, this is, God is testing us in the end. Whether you are Hindu, Christian, Buddhist, whatever. In the end, it is an exam by God. That's why Allah is... Um, uh, uh, the shaitan we call uh, Arabic um, because in Quran it means shaitan. As, uh, that's why in this earth he has a lot of power. Interesting. Yeah, we're all being tested right now. And I think you're right, man. I think that you're, you're... I really like what you said with, uh, you know, like, God will help those who help themselves, you know? Like, we can't just sit around. Like, it's just kind of been the overall theme of this whole conversation all, all this whole time. It's just been the idea of, like, we That's can't stop and we can't I sit back and be people. victims. You know, you can't be the victim. We have to be able to take control of our own destiny. And then therefore God will provide for those who do seize their own destiny and stop being victims. So, yeah, but people think also, I hear these people say, that helps himself. Yeah. The guy works for the people, but he's dead. I think he's in a better place now. Yeah. That's how this works. Yeah. This doesn't work because everything is easy. Everything is 
Yeah. Pretty difficult, my brother. Yeah, man, it's, it's 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 tough, but we can still we can still take steps to protect ourselves, and then so God will I provide in the end. Some uh, spiritual stuff. So I am Muslim. So we believe that um, the you know the Makkah in Saudi Arabia. Have you heard? No, I'm not familiar. That's yeah. That's why they wear the Muslim pray the black box in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So in the Quran, it said when the two thousands will come uh, in maybe one thousand five hundred years because uh, in Islam it's one thousand five hundred forty right now the year. Mm. Uh, so uh, they said that during this time the uh, when the Makkah will start becoming green, the destruction of the world will go to the next level. Interesting. So the Shaitan, uh, the devil, will use the technology, and you can see now. The Makkah is going green, and the technology is yeah. being used by the Satanists. That's very true. There's no Second, question about that. Yeah. Now, after this, what will happen is we all Muslims know this. Maybe people of other religions know this because every book is like for Christian uh, Our three prophets was there. The Moses, this so. Um, the uh, rabbi said half stuff. The Christianity say half stuff. Then Islam completes it. You know. Yeah. So we say now after this is um, when the Satan gets more strong. Now they are trying to do the werewolf stuff. So like maybe they will create like human and Shaitan, the robot. You wow. know, the AI will start coming in, and the world will start to have you. Have what Terminator, right? Yeah, exactly. They're 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 pushing for it. It's crazy. Yeah. So in the twenty years, the Terminator there will happen. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's so crazy. So just. Years, yeah. So when this will happen? Uh, let me complete. Uh, sorry to interrupt. When this will happen? Uh, the Isa will come back. Isa, I mean, uh, the Jesus Christ will come back. Because in Islam we believe Jesus was our prophet too before Prophet Muhammad. Interesting. He will come back and he will start uh, delivering the prayer. Yeah. Yeah, man. He won't have the that he has before. Yeah, that's. He cr- won't have the power that he has before. Then after that, there will be the Imam Mahdi. Imam Mahdi will be the guy who will uh, help people. Like make them aware of the situation, yeah, and will fight the devil. Wow! Uh, and then there will be um, the Prophet Muhammad will come back to the earth and um, uh, like recite a prayer uh, in front of one million people. At the end, uh, there will be the Dajjal. Dajjal means the world earth will shake and this world will end. Yeah, man. That's Maybe wild. the world will... now. Here is the God test us in the Quran. He wants us to think: Will the world end like in a shake? The earth will shake, or we all will go like a light when the Big Bang happens. Man, I don't know. Yeah, it's so, so crazy. Like I don't even know what's gonna happen, man. Like I really hope that something. We, we, you know, we deserve some goodness. We deserve some light, and we deserve some. You know yeah. everything, but again, but it's all about us. We we no but one's coming. To, no said, one's coming to I save us. I you, my brother. Yeah. 
No one's coming to save us. We all have to be oh, responsible oh, for ourselves oh. and our families and take care of our own, dude. Yeah. Thank you so much for yeah. the call, man. I really appreciate oh. it. Okay. Let's let's oh. catch up again next oh. time. All right. Oh. Okay. okay. Thank you so much. Have a great day. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Man, you guys, what a heck of a show, dude. Whew, I'm getting spent. These these studio lights. I'm kind of getting sweaty over here. So I think I'm going to wrap it up there, you guys. Like, thank you so much for joining me today. This is a fantastic episode. Uh, I'm going to put this out on the podcast player as soon as we're done here. And uh, thank you all for participating. Colleen, my eternal apologies. We'll get you on the show next time. Uh, but you guys, thank you so much. Appreciate all of you for joining me. And uh, we'll talk to you very soon. Peace.